0: Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more.
1: Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon?
2: You must be talking about Wright brand bacon Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut,
1: hand trimmed, and real would smoke real and you could tell
2: so why settle for average bacon when you can
1: have the real stuff that's right and if you're looking to upgrade any meal any meal try right brand bacon that's called right brand bacon you won't regret it experience bacon the right way
0: it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win
2: like are you a fist pumper a woo a hand clap a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash
1: prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having
0: the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BGW group void prohibited by law. See
2: terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you to Darius Rucker, his band, and uh, everybody else behind the scenes who made it all happen. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. The NASCAR Cup Series headed to the Brickyard. Check out the action from Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Get to uh, your phone calls here, as we always do every Monday. Operator Tyler standing by. Best and worst of the weekend. Poll question from the first hour seat. And uh, what's on tap for hour two?
2: Then yeah, we had biggest win this weekend. Right now, Fritzie conquering Bridgeport is at 37% of the mm. vote, followed by the Big 12, then Sweden over uh, the U.S. Women's National Team. Bryson DeChambeau not really getting much love for his live golf performance. We also put up there, based on Todd, would you rather be confident or talented? Uh, right now, 62% of the audience would rather be talented. And you're saying that Todd is confident? Well, I believe that was the quote you had from somebody in the band. He said, uh, "Well, he's certainly confident. I don't know yes. how talented he is, yes. but he's definitely confident. And it made me wonder: Would you rather be super confident in your abilities or really talented but maybe not as confident? Uh, I'll take, I'll take talent. Yeah, yeah, I'll take talent.
1: Yeah, Paul, that's an interesting question, though. I know people who are talented—guys I grew up with—I thought were extremely funny or great singers, but they didn't have the confidence to try it. Right? Fritzy is like maybe a C-level talent." but a B-plus on the confidence level to try
0: things. And you not, could, not like a must-see talent. No. You're talking about a C-level Yeah, Yeah. Okay, like fair. a grade, like but a C.
1: There's some people like, you know, we talked about Russell Wilson. He might not be the best athlete of all time, but he has superior confidence, and it worked for him for a decade.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Uh, <laughs> it, is a, it is more of a thought-provoking question yeah, than you think. Yes, at, it is. On the surface.
0: Yeah. Well, I lack confidence growing up. And I probably should lean towards the confidence part of that. But I still, having talent, I can I can gain confidence by having talent. If I have confidence, I don't have talent, then eventually it's like,
2: uh, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Yes, you, can, Todd. you can waste all of that talent, though, by not having the confidence mm. to. Yeah, yeah
0: Yes, Todd?
3: There are people in various industries. We've all worked with them. We don't have to name who they are but you could have a lot of confidence and charisma. You may not have a lot of talent, but you could somehow brainwash people into thinking that you're – You're the man and you're in charge and they follow you along and you hire people that will handle all the talented work that needs to be done. And you could be the figurehead and be the big president of a company or whatever. And I don't know how much talent you have, but you've kind of tricked everybody with your charisma and confidence into thinking. Sounds like
0: you got some people in mind. Nobody
3: like this person, he or she must really know what they're talking about. If they had to do it themselves, you know, they're smart enough to hire the people that know how to get it done, but they can then take credit for it or whatever.
0: Yes, Paulie.
1: But also average talent can be developed with hard work. You could not have, like, Dan, you have a good voice. There's a lot of people on air who don't have good voices, but they have good control of their broadcasts. Like, I, I worked for years with Chris Fowler, and I don't know if Chris Fowler had a great voice when he started in this business. He developed a thick and rich voice. But I know he was always prepped and always worked to prep for the broadcast, mm-hmm. which I think goes a long way to make you talent.
0: Uh, Fritzy just sent me a tweet, uh, Thank you, Fritzie, for putting a smile on my face. My mom passed away last night. Uh, as I'm crying, going to work, you guys make me smile. Thank you.
3: How nice is that? Yeah. How many jobs in the world can you make Wait, people did she feel like? it nice uh, that mom did,
0: passed away, but it's... It sounded like death on Friday night listening to Todd, though. <laughs> oh, see,
3: see you, have what? To, you have to turn it into that. What?
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
3: She's getting past losing her mom because we made her laugh today. Of course she loved it.
1: Wow. <laughs> Too soon? Wow. Did she get to hear the audio? That's too bad. Yeah. (laughs) Too bad for her.
2: Oh, that's it? Yeah. I can't believe you got up and did that, man. That's unbelievable.
0: Unbelievable. Kept his hands in his pocket the whole time. I got a lot of those.
3: Fritzy. pocket pool.
4: Yeah, I know. Get your hands
0: out of your pockets. I know. Yes, Marvin
4: there was a woman about two rows ahead of me and my wife and she was tearing up and she was saying, he's just doing such a great job. I don't think she even knew Fritzy at all. And she was tearing up or maybe it was, you know, crying from, you know, (laughs) the pain.
2: Mm. Yeah, suit Todd, do you feel like you sang better in soundcheck or in the like actual live performance?
3: That's a good question. I thought I sounded a little better in the live performance, but that may be my mind tricking me because the audience seemed to be into it—that they were clapping and dancing and singing along to the words, which I wasn't expecting any of that.
0: And that—that that alone made me feel really good, even if my singing was bad. That they here's another cut from soundcheck. <laughs>
3: they want your every move girl is that helpful or just to end it there we're trying to sort it out do you just stand there and we'll let you know when it's
0: time to make i'm making suggestions quick question yeah
3: because they made one suggestion which sounded very high school musically and that's not how the song goes and i didn't want to get into a whole thing with them because they're awesome and i'm going to do whatever they want me to do but it was what they were like hold hold on hold on
0: you just you will not let people help you the people who do this for a living. I had
3: just listened to the song so many times I knew like what all the exact oh words were. And they go, how about watching you, watching you, watching you, private eyes. And like ended like that. And that's not how the song goes. And it just, that sounded weird to me, but I guess it's helpful for them and their instruments for it to end on okay. that particular note.
0: Mm-hmm. You guess it's helpful.
3: You so, so, so you want me to do three watching you's and then just say private eyes and like ended like that. Wait, wait, hold on, Fritzy.
4: Did you want it to fade out like it does on your
3: album? Exactly what I want. I wanted to go watching you, watching you, watching you, watching you, watching you. They, they, and that's how it was going to end. They don't
0: fade out. But oh. it
3: sounded weird to go private eyes. Like, it sounded not... weird, all right.
2: Yeah. Oh dear.
3: I'm not criticizing it. I'm just, I just wanted it to sound exactly just like. Just disagreed it sounded...
2: with the artistic direction yeah. of the performance. I just
3: wanted it to be the way it sounded like growing up to how the exact record goes, even if my yeah, voice doesn't you sound didn't. like that. Yeah, I know. Yes. Just know how the song goes and how it. You ends. know,
0: what would have been better if we just played the record. <laughs> oh. Let Daryl take it. Yeah. Let's, let's
3: take it from the top. Fritzy jumped it again. Oh. Just be patient. <sighs> you're singing too fast.
0: All right. You know, I'll take some of the blame because I, I'm the one that made the bet with Darius that Dolphins would win the Super Bowl. And if they didn't, uh, then you got to sing two songs. If the Dolphins had gotten to the Super Bowl, then he got to host.
3: But the none show. of us thought that ever was going to actually come to fruition.
0: No, I don't think he remembered. And then all of a sudden I had to remind him. He really let Todd get up there and do that. Yes, he did.
3: In the middle of his set. It wasn't yes. like before getting it over with at 6.30, 7 o'clock. I this know.
0: is
2: what he does for a living. Yeah, I know.
4: I know. Yes, Marv. And when you sent us the, uh, the set list. Yeah. And so I'm looking at my phone and just looking. And I was like, all right. this. Oh my, Fritzie's up next. And my wife's like, oh, my God, he's really up next. <laughs> I know. <laughs> She's like, I kept. This is really happening. Oh, my God.
0: I kept counting down I think it was 7 songs and then Fritzy was coming up and I go oh my god I got 3 more 2 more 1 more and then my wife goes I I can't watch this
3: and it wasn't a new year's countdown or the start of the NFL season this was like a, the grim <laughs> reaper's hiding around the corner and coming to get me countdown
1: <sighs> yes boy from where Marvin and I were sitting you could see the wings of the stage and I could see you and yep. Fritzy and I think it was Fritzy's wife or your wife I'm yep. not sure clearly for the first 7 or 8 songs so I'm just sitting there with my wife. And, you know, Matthew Barry from NBC, the fantasy football guy, mm. he's next to me. We were like, they're right there. I wonder what they're talking about. I wonder, are they having a sip of water? Does Fritz have to go to the bathroom? We were kind of breaking it down.
0: Yeah. We were, we were trying to encourage him, I think. Just positive thoughts there. Um, and you were, you were locked in. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Yes, Marv? And the
4: smart thing by uh, Darius or whoever put it together the set list, let her cry was the next song right after, yes. just in case people were like, bro, bro.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know that sucked, but we're going to do let her
4: cry yeah. Let's pretend that didn't happen.
0: <laughs> like, let her cry. Me too.
3: Stop booing. When it's I Stop booing for a single letter.
0: Oh. oh my God. The scene, man. It was. Uh, uh, I can't believe that happened. I can't believe. I know. <laughs> unbelievable. I know. Unbelievable. Absolutely insane. uh Take some uh, phone calls here, best and worst of the weekend. We'll talk some college football uh, realignment. And uh, Bruce Feldman from The Athletic will join us coming up a little bit here. Uh, let's see. Buddha down in Baja. Hi, Buddha.
5: Buenos dias, DP. Buenos dias. Well, Fritzy did it, Dan. Fritzy and his plums of steel got up there. He put his hands in his pockets, and he pulled it off. Congratulations, Fritz. Thanks, bud. Uh, best of the weekend. <laughs> best of the weekend, Dan. Was, there there's a few fights this weekend, but the best one was on the diamond on Saturday between Jose Ramirez and Tim Anderson, and the call is just as good. I don't know if you got to see that or hear that, but it was awesome. Worth a look. Worst of the weekend, Dan, you know, it's a lot of layers like an onion, Dan. The U.S. women... It's just not a good look. I thought it was a bad start with the whole good luck with that mantra and you know, just it's a shame that it went down and it's a shame that people were going and rooting for that. So
0: Yeah. Thank you, Buddha. Yeah, there are a lot of uh, advertising dollars attached to the US women's team and commercials and now you know, it it's in Australia, you're you were losing the American audience anyway, and now you don't have the US in there uh you've lost a couple of uh, of the marquee teams there but not having the united states harry in san francisco hey harry what's on your mind
6: hey dan patrick man i used to play hooky uh, in elementary school to watch watch you on tv for hours all right uh, thanks for taking my call sure um hey two things uh soccer here obviously two major events went down uh, not only do the women uh Unfortunately, uh, I thought it was a great selection. I know they didn't have the best showing throughout the tournament, but they went out in style. They, they went out. I mean, anyone who watches the sport, Sweden is one, one heck of a team, um, and it was a tough way to go out. But, hey, uh, I'm still proud of them. I know anybody that's upset with them going out, listen, they're probably an armchair or they're, there's something political in their mind. They probably don't even watch soccer that often. Uh, anyone who watches the sport should appreciate the way they went out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they had a great opportunity. They were the better team. Thanks for the phone call, Harry. It's just, you know, Megan Rapinoe can be polarizing. She's off putting. And she wasn't, she's not a good player anymore. She's a legend. But it felt like they were holding on to some memories there by having a couple of players out there who probably shouldn't have been. Yes, Eden.
2: Yeah, I mean, they, they had some injury problems too. So that kind of messed up the squad. But it shouldn't be lost that winning two back to back is a tremendous accomplishment. And it is sort of the end of a, of a golden generation, you know, where uh, a bunch of the, the players that we've known for years and years and years yeah. are are on their way out now, you know? Yeah. You got Alex Morgan, Carly yeah. Lloyd, Megan Rapinoe, uh, even Julie Ertz is probably out. There's a bunch. Yeah. Uh, so there's like a new generation coming in. It's just too bad because what you want is obviously you want to win, but um, especially Sophia Smith, who she's sort of the next one. She's the next great. I think, um this was sort of her moment to pass the torch to her. And unfortunately she she had a chance to win the game and missed the PK. Yeah. Um that's just a real bummer for her. Gus in LA. Hi, Gus. What's on your mind?
5: Good morning, Mr. Patrick. Hey, Fritzy, tip of the cap to you, brother. I I don't know if I'll ever I would ever do that. Period. No question if I'd ever do that. Um Best and worst of the weekend. Got a couple of best. Best, my Dodgers going down to San Diego and proving once again why they're their little brother. And uh, <laughs> another yeah, another best of the weekend. This one's kind of mean-spirited, but it's best to me. The Angels have lost six in a row. They are now seven games out of the final wild-card spot. Art Moreno, you played yourself. You thought that you would right the ship, and yet all you're doing is playing Otani right to Dodger Blue. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh couple of words of the weekend uh words of the weekend is the demise of the Pac-12 man i mean i i grew up in Mesa Arizona in the backyard of Arizona state and then i grew up to be a Trojan and uh seeing this conference just totally just dismantled almost in like 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 within a summer has been something hard to watch cuz all the great basketball that's been played all the great football has been played and uh you know now it's all gone and everything and then a little bonus of a worse of the weekend Cincinnati Reds rookie pitcher, first two pitches of his major league career go for home runs. I hope it is a little bit of a precursor to a Cy Young award-winning career for that young man. You boys have a great week. Thank you,
0: Gus. Thank you, Gus. You know, we used to get caught up in tradition. Remember the bowl games, like the Big Ten and the Pac-12? Like, you can't get rid of that. You know, I was told that when I said, look, they're trying to expedite the playoff system. And then they're like, well, you know, you you can't give up these bowl games. You you, you can't give up these matchups. And the Big Ten and the Pac-12, and I go, and and everybody kept telling me, all these college football insiders, there's contracts. Do you know that? Do you follow the sport? I'm like, dude, I'm kicking your ass on the exclusive that they're moving this up. They don't care about those contracts. Do you think Florida State, oh, my God, you got a contract for the next 12 years. Clemson, uh, you'll get out of these contracts. And we saw that, but the the tradition that's that's what you know we grew up with. That there's no tradition. They don't even care about rivalries anymore. It's about the bag, as Dion says.
2: Yes, Eden. I was going to say that the whole tradition thing seems a little overplayed. There's there's a couple of great traditions in college football, but it was really just up until recently that we we're like sort of randomly assigning who was the national championship. You know by well, strength of schedule, you beat these guys, so you're the one that won.
0: Or the one year, I think it was Colorado and Michigan shared the national title. right. right. The co-national
2: chair, was that Georgia Tech? Or I don't something? think that that's the great tradition yeah. that we're missing. Yeah. At the and duh, What are we going to do without the history of randomly assigning who's the winner? Yeah, But
0: this is, this is what college football brought upon itself. Nobody saw it coming until they realized they couldn't get out of the way of it. And it, it, it's just a an avalanche, a tsunami, where you're going. Oh my God, we're in trouble. Now, I'm sure these other schools are going. We got out. We we get a bigger payday. Uh, everybody was worried about that. I thought that the fact that you had more playoff spots would mean that there would be less realignment. That you would stay in your conference. You'd win your conference. It would. You would have an automatic berth. And Oregon and Washington are quality programs, but. They're not going to stick around because you go, wait, what is our business model here? And you found out they didn't have a business model. It was based on you getting subscriptions. Hey, we need you to uh, buy into Amazon here or Apple or whatever it is. And you're going, what? No linear TV. Crazy. Yeah,
4: Mark. Should the Rose Bowl just be the Big Ten championship game now?
0: Well, from what I'm told, whether it happens or not, because this is all fluid, I don't, I don't want to get, you know, chastised as I normally do whenever I speak uh, you know, out of my lane with college football. But can you have a Big Ten title game in the Midwest and then change it the following year to the West Coast? Alternate, yes. Okay. Just that's been thrown out. Just thrown out. Just want to let everybody, everybody. Know. I'm not reporting. Minnesota,
4: Wisconsin at the Rolls Bowl? Yeah. Let's go. He with me.
0: <laughs> First, he
2: reported Lincoln Riley took an NFL job. Now
0: he's doing this. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Stay in your lane. You know, Sports Center boy. Okay. All right. Center boy. <laughs> Bruce Feldman, he knows more college football than I do. He'll join us coming up next, Dan Patrick Show. GetRefunds.com. You know, it's great when I hear from you, when I tell you about a partner. And it can help you help your business. If you own a business with more than five employees, you could have money waiting for you to be claimed. Now, innovation refunds will help you. Helping small businesses that qualify get uh, a business payroll tax refund. So it's an actual refund from the uh, employee retention credit or the ERC. I know it sounds complicated, but innovation refunds will do all the work. They uh, work with independent network of tax professionals. They get the information and then they process your claim. And then you see if you qualify. So if you have five or more employees and you survived uh, the pandemic, no upfront charge, they don't get paid unless you do. But go to innovationrefunds.com and see if you're eligible. To get started, you call one eight four three refunds one eight four three refunds Or you can go to innovationrefunds.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But... When the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like copays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. We were just talking about spring training. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces.
2: You know what I did last summer? I went to Italy, and it was awesome. And you know what I did before that that was even more awesomer? For 10% off your first booking on the app, one app, over 300,000 travel experiences, you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Owning
0: a Mercedes-Benz EV isn't just extraordinary. It's extra easy with uh, full remote access to your vehicle from your phone via uh, via the uh, Mercedes Me Contact app. Vehicles all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Choice all yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ. I mentioned a couple of things with college football. I thought that when we had expansion, therefore, we might not have realignment as far as the playoff expansion, that maybe more schools would stay together. And then you try to win your conference, then you have an automatic birth. Obviously, that didn't work out. And the question is what's next? It's about your footprint. Where is your footprint in the map of the United States? And if you're the Big Ten and you could get into SEC country, what would be ACC country with Clemson and Florida State, but still you're going south. and, And you can't say, well, that won't happen because nobody thought UCLA and USC wouldn't happen. And what's the SEC do? Does the SEC say, you know what? Big Ten's interested in these two schools. Why don't we take these schools? Or maybe take one of the two schools. But I don't, I you know, I don't think you can say, well, you know, that's off the board. Yes, I know you got the contracts with the ACC, but we've seen contracts broken. Bruce Feldman covers the sport, uh, the athletics, uh, national college football writer, Fox Sports College football
6: reporter as well. Where do you want to start with this, Bruce? I mean, I, I think it's such a vast landscape that we're talking about, Dan, where everything is getting overturned, and I think you hit on it, where, whatever somebody said two weeks ago, who's in a position of leadership, you almost have to take it with a grain of salt. In fact, you do because we've seen this time and time again, it's the money that drives everything. And I know we use the term conference realignment. It's really conference consolidation and the smaller, smaller, non glamorous, non maybe big brand programs are getting squeezed now because there's TV money, and it's the TV influence that's driving a lot of this. and full disclosure, like you said, I work for Fox Sports. Um, but I think it's also it's like a killer be killed vibe right now in college athletics,
0: but you start to look at what's next. It's Florida State and Clemson. is that what's next? if that even happens?
6: I think those are the that's right now what everyone's kind of keeping an eye on. Florida State's leadership has really, been vocal about trying to get out of the, the grant of rights that it has with the ACC, which by the way, ESPN is heavily involved in. So you wonder is ESPN going to go bid against itself, you know, <laughs> much like, like the, the uh, Big Ten has heavily influenced from Fox. Uh, the SEC now has extremely big influence, you know, by ESPN. So it's it's a really complicated dynamic because you have a bunch of other schools in the ACC, You know, I think you'd include Virginia, North Carolina in terms of those states and what their TV rights could mean from those states. Um, I don't think that the fact that North Carolina is a great basketball has great basketball history and and some of these programs that are probably more basketball schools and football schools. I don't think that that drives the bus. We saw that the last decade from the conference moving or moving around. But I definitely think the ACC is really the last thing at this point. Before I think we start to see, do some of the uh, TV drivers end up saying, "Hey, you sure really sure about this school?" The schools that are already in the conferences, whether they're in the SEC, whether they're in the Big Ten, you have to wonder if those other other schools don't really drive TV revenue. Are those the ones who eventually get squeezed? Where this kill or be killed game, you know, keeps unfolding.
0: Well, that's what I was wondering about this. That you got. Purdue and Illinois and uh, Maryland and Rutgers and nobody cares about their. Purdue, we, you know, has a pretty good history there. But the other schools, do we really care about their football programs? Uh, can you say, hey, we have some nice parting gifts for you, but uh, we, we want to move on and bring in somebody else besides these uh, these programs?
6: I mean, at some point, you know, back in the USC sanctions days, USC, you know, a lot of money people at USC were very frustrated. Why are we getting the same rate as Oregon State and Washington State? They don't drive eyeballs; we do, and they're along. You know, we're we're along driving everything, and they're just along for the ride. I think if the leagues make these decisions, because honestly, one of the things that. Logically, you looked at when you saw, you know, some of the move momentum for Washington and Oregon to join the Big Ten late last week. And I could I was like, oh, I could totally see why this makes a lot of sense, especially if it works into a Friday night TV package that's tied into it. But if you're those other schools, Indiana, um, you know, you rattled off a bunch of them, Purdue, Illinois, Northwestern. Um, you just got further away from the top by adding, you know, Phil Knight's program and Washington. I mean, they both have played in the playoff not that long ago. One played for the national title. One, you know, one has, been, one has won a national title, you know, in the 90s. So I think that is a question that they have to be asking themselves because obviously they went along for what they think is in the best interest of the Big Ten. I'm not ultimately sure if it's in the best interest of their own schools. But hmm. right now, what choice do they have if you're sitting there looking at what happened to to Washington State and Oregon State and Stanford and Cal?
0: Talking to Bruce Feldman. He works for The Athletic, National College football writer, and also is a, a sideline reporter for Fox Sports, their college football package. How could the Pac-12 have prevented this?
6: Uh, I think they had... One commissioner who seemed like he never in Larry Scott, who who kind of lost track of keeping the main thing, the main thing and was so excited to like chase innovation at the at the expense of reality. And then they went with another outside the box hire and George Klyovkov, who just really kept on, you know, I hate to use this analogy, but it's the one that kind of came to mind as I watched this where it's like, There's an old Seinfeld episode where George Costanza seems to bluff his future in-laws all the way out to the Hamptons for something that doesn't exist. That's kind of how this felt (laughs) for, for the PAC 12, where it's like, Hey, you know, I, I saw this stuff late uh, last week. People were saying on, on Friday morning, PAC 12 schools are cautiously optimistic, quote unquote, that this is going to work out. they have been cautiously, cautiously optimistic for months and almost everybody else was like hey this thing is falling apart right in front of us do you really buy it and they did and i just think you know it's that expression he just did not read the room right they went down this road you know with with this apple distribution deal that i think it concerned especially oregon to look at and go you know what A couple of years from now, we can still have a path to the playoff. We stay in the in the in the Pac-12 because of the way things are set up. But eventually people will not be able to see our games. And if recruits can't see you and their families can't see you, you really can't keep keep recruiting those kinds of same caliber of kids. They're going to go someplace else. And the money gap is going to widen. There was no guarantees into the deal. You know, we, we reported a lot on this over the weekend with the athletic about just what the money was. And I think that whole thing, again, I just think they really did not evaluate the, the, the TV media landscape, at least the way Brett Yormark, who's also a new, relatively new commissioner did for the for the Big 12. He was very aggressive. And I think he had a better feel for the for what was going on around him in terms of the media landscape, whereas the pac 12, once again, seemed to be really asleep at the wheel.
0: Yeah, I don't know how they could have been cautiously optimistic on Friday morning when I was told Thursday night that Washington and Oregon are out. That 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 they weren't even showing up for that, you know, conference call or whatever it was. They were done. And that you know, then the uh, Pac-12 they were cautiously optimistic and I go, "I don't know what you're optimistic about. Cuz now you're, you know, you're losing two of your marquee schools there. What do you do with these other four schools now?"
6: That's a great question because I don't know if they do some kind of partnership in some way with the Mountain West schools. I mean, San Diego State, there was a dance with San Diego State that's gone on for months. Obviously, that's Southern California. They have a new football stadium, really good basketball program, as you know. I mean, that's into the Southern California market. It's it, That's a legit program. I don't know if they grab SMU, which is kind of floating. I don't know how SMU fits in geographically, but it's a good football program. Obviously, a big market, big media market. Then you look at like UNLV. We see UNLV, you know, the Pac-12 has had a relationship with them moving, their, moving both their media day and their basketball tournament to Vegas. I don't know if they try to get Boise State, try to get um Colorado State I'm not sure what's in it for the Mountain West schools to go hey we like our leadership there now we're going to go over here (laughs) where things seem to be falling apart you know if I was the four remaining schools who kind of been left holding the bag I think they have to look at and go you know what maybe we look at the Mountain West they have survived some of this where the reality is, I think right now, as it's a hard reality, but I think both Oregon State, who by the way, just won 10 games and that's a legit football program and Washington State, which has had a lot of success in the last decade. I don't know if, if they say, you know what? We're more like Boise State. We're more like Colorado State. Those other guys left us behind. We're gonna go ride with them. I don't know exactly how this plays out for Cal and Stanford. They've had all sorts of issues internally and and, and from a resource standpoint. And maybe Cal maybe Stanford looks at it and goes, you know we're we are an elite athletic program in all these other sports where we win championships and produce Olympians. And maybe football is is something we have to reevaluate because it's just not as viable the way this landscape is is shaping up.
0: Yeah, Stanford football has not been good, and nobody's showing up for that. Uh, I'll leave you with this. I have no information on this. I just speculated on this. You're Lincoln Riley. You're getting ready to go to the Big Ten. You got one more year. You got Caleb Williams. Could you see a scenario where Lincoln Riley goes pro?
6: If you know, I'll, I'll give you a scenario. Uh, one of my uh, buddies, Brady Quinn, who you know, I, I think we had this conversation offline once. If the Washington Football Team, the Commanders, are awful this year and they end up with the first pick, Caleb Williams is from there. Um, he is a he would be a huge Huge get. I think he would have been the first pick in the draft this year if he could have come out. I don't you know, again, I don't know if Lincoln wants. I think he knows the NFL will always be there for him. Mm-hmm. I don't think the idea of go, taking USC to the Big Ten is daunting at all to him, because I think he knows. I mean, we're going to see what happens with. But this I team. thought it was daunting better.
0: when he was at Oklahoma. Wasn't there a little bit of pushback of joining the SEC uh, when he was head coach at Oklahoma?
6: I mean that's been that's been speculated a lot, and I think a lot of people who are you know especially on the Oklahoma side are not thrilled with him that he bolted. I don't know if that's you know how real that was. Okay. I I do think though if you know somebody said to him, hey, you can coach Caleb in the NFL, I I think that would probably be something he would certainly have to think about. But again, I don't know if he's ready to jump out of USC after just two years either. I mean, moved his family all the way across country young kids, I don't know if he's definitely gonna make that move. Mm-hmm. But again, if if you start seeing the Washington team end up going like, you know, oh, and 11, I, I could definitely see them looking at it, going, you know what, we could get Caleb, we get Caleb's, you know, play caller and a guy who knows him better than anybody, we can really sell that as a as a new future. Um, you know, maybe it's like a Jimmy Johnson to Dallas deal where it's like, we're gonna offer him something he can't refuse. But again, that's just, uh, okay. that's just a lot of speculation at this point.
0: And that's all it is. It was just me musing out loud. I don't, don't want anything attached to this other than I'm thinking out loud. Uh, Bruce, great to talk to you. Great work this weekend. Thanks for joining us.
6: Great seeing you, Dan. Thank you.
0: Bruce Feldman, The Athletic, National College Football Writer, Fox Sports College Football Reporter. It's all about the networks, TV networks. That's it. They have been running the show. I mean, ESPN's been running college football for a long, long time. You noticed? Have you heard anything from the home office of the NCAA? Has anybody heard anything from any? Exactly. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> Toothless. They got nothing to do, nothing to say. Just, uh, What? what's going on? Who went where? Okay. Well, let me finish my sandwich.
1: We're going to bust Wyoming for giving a kid a milkshake.
2: Yes, yeah, Seaton. But the thing I don't understand about the TV contracts is that it's coming down to when the TV contracts end, what conferences get to survive. If you, if uh, say the PAC 12 had done a, you know, a a eight year deal instead of a 12 year deal, they probably would have been the ones leading now, but because somebody else had a shorter deal, now they're out of luck. I don't understand how that's like, well,
0: there's no, there was no exit fee. For these, these schools to leave the Pac-12. The other conferences, uh, if you're leaving, you go, oh, we got to pay. I mean, uh, San Diego State had an exit fee to leave the Mountain West. Uh, these schools were like, uh, we're ready to go. We can leave. Yeah, Paulie?
1: The ESPN deal with college football, with the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. It ends after the 25-26 season, the current contract. Mm-hmm.
0: But then you have the ACC with their conference, with their uh, contract. It's that for another twelve years, something crazy like that. Florida State. I mean, they're saying the things out loud that you would think they would be saying behind the scenes. Like, let's get out of here, you know? ACC, let's go. And it feels like that—that's the next step if somebody takes that step in college football. The other stuff it's sort of ancillary. Like Washington State joins who the Mountain West. Okay. If you had Florida State and or Clemson try to uh, secede from the ACC, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yes, Marv?
4: College football seems like there's no more secrets. The best part about college football for me, especially when I was younger, was, man, that guy's in a new Range Rover. That guy's in a new whatever. No, 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 no. Spencer Rattler was on his Twitter page. Hey, everybody, come to this dealership. I just got myself a new Range Rover. Sure. Before, it used to be like cash in the paper bag. Now it's, it's the Wild West. NCAA is like, Hands, we have nothing to do with any
0: of this. Let me take a break. We'll uh, come back. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend. More phone calls. We'll update the poll results as well. Back after this. When's the last time you checked your tires? I mean, really checked your tires. A close inspection. Worn-out tires, a danger to you, your passengers, other drivers. Take the time. Inspect them. Grab a quarter. Stick it in the tread. And then you could see maybe the top of Washington's head. Then you know it's time to replace And That means you go to TireRack.com. Use the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized recommendation. The right tires for how and what and where you drive. They got the full lineup of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to you or one of Over 10,000 recommended installers and also mobile tire installation available in a lot of areas. They bring the tires to you at home or work, install them on site. Ultra convenient. TireRack.com slash Dan. And you'll see the entire Goodyear test results, special offers they have. They got their own test track. They put these tires through the ringer and then give you all the information. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Listen to Comeback
4: Stories. I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants. You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism you may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer uh, and you may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation and you may know my friend and co-host Donnie Starkins as well he's a mindfulness teacher a yoga instructor a life coach a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential and we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight Not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts,
0: or wherever you get your podcasts. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But... When the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like copays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more.
1: No purchase necessary. Void. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: There's nothing like a great night's sleep. Every great day starts the night before. Quality sleep can help boost your reaction time and recovery time and performance. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your one-of-a-kind, ever-evolving sleep needs. So how do you take it to the next level? Sleep number smart beds let you choose the ideal comfort, the firmness on each side. Two beds in one, that's your sleep number. Mine is 75. The beds automatically respond and adjust your movements. So you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed, only $1,599. Save $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only to Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Update the poll results if you can, Seton, and we'll give you best and worst of the weekend.
2: Yeah, Dad, we got a few of them going right now. Uh, we have, would you rather be confident or talented? Mm. Right now, we've got uh, about a 60-30 split, uh, talented overconfident. Okay. Yep. Yeah, uh-huh. we also put up another one. Uh, the U.S. Women's National Team getting eliminated from the World Cup made you happy or sad? Okay. Uh, right now, 58% uh, made made them sad. Okay still an uglier number than I'd like, but at least it's on the right side. I didn't really have any kind of reaction.
0: I, I was not surprised. Um, and my family is friends with Alyssa Nair, the goaltender, uh, so I wanted her to do well, and then she she played great. Didn't deserve to be on the losing end of that, but it just felt like there was a, a youth movement, there were injuries, and there were some older players with uh, the U.S. team. Not really a great combination, uh just felt like they were off by a year or so. And they do have a great future, but keep in mind so does so do these other countries. There are a lot of these countries never even had programs
2: for women. Dude, the South African team is Electric. They were they were absolutely phenomenal. It was, I was bummed to see them get knocked out because they were sort of undersized but crazy fast, super skilled. They were they were a ton of fun to watch. And then didn't you have a GoFundMe page for one of the countries, Jamaica? Jamaica? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that, that's the wow. thing that like hmm. the U.S. not to start a thing, but the U.S. women's team has sort of benefited on the fact that other countries uh, haven't invested nearly as much in women's sports as we have. And so, like, the Jamaican team, they're still not really investing much money in the the women's game, just as obviously by the GoFundMe. All right, uh, best and worst of the weekend. Todd, I'll start with you.
3: My best of the weekend, other than performing at Darius's concert, new Hall of Famer DeMarcus Ware's moving speech over the weekend in Canton uh, had tributes for former uh, players that passed away, Demarius Thomas, Ronnie Hillman, Marion Barber. He said, I held some seats in my heart for you guys here today. Keep resting in peace, fellas. So he left three empty seats by uh, the way he was making his speech. I thought that was pretty awesome. Worst, your Reds have now lost six straight games in their quest to overtake the Brewers in the AL Central, three losses at the Cubs, three straight Ls at home against the Nationals.
5: Okay,
0: They play in the National League Central. What did I say? American League Central?
3: I said overtake the Brewers in the AL Central. That's correct. Yeah. That would be the NL Central.
0: All right. Nope. You spent too much time rehearsing your song. That might have been it. Uh, Seton O'Connor, best
2: and worst of the weekend. My best of the weekend is messy. Watching that dude play is like the most fun. It's like watching a guy who uh, he's like just a great player just showed up at a charity event or something, and he's just having so much fun. No offense to the players. No offense. Oh, yeah, no. no offense. Okay, um, is
0: this similar to when, when Stefan Marbury went to China? It might be similar. And he that. was averaging 47 a game, and they built
2: a statue. like. He was a big deal in China. He's just, Messi plays like there's absolutely no pressure whatsoever. Like, he'll, he'll deliver these passes. Like, he'll put it on a platter for a dude just to, all you have to do is tap it in, right? Like, it happened last night, and this dude hit the ball 20 yards away from the goal. It was terrible, a terrible <laughs> shot. And Messi just turned around and walked away because he knows. He knows. I'm like, wow, that dude's probably not on the level of what I'm used to or whatever. And that guy, as soon as he missed a shot, looked right at Messi. Like, oh, my God, is he mad? He didn't even care. He's just running out there, smiling, laughing. There's also this kid. He's 18 years old named Ben Kramashi. Uh, He plays for Inter-Miami, and he's like a supposed to be – he's a really good player. He's like one of our next big things. He – I can only imagine what – he's going through right now because he's, he's taken very seriously as a player. And now he has Messi and some of these, you know, Busquets, some of these other guys coming in, his career is really going to take off. My worst of the weekend is a listen, uh, Nair. She didn't deserve for the game to end that way. She played so well. She had a couple of big stops. She was, uh, she put in a penalty kick for the team ahead of some of the other players. She absolutely did not deserve that. That was just really, really unfortunate.
0: Marvin best and worst of the weekend. First best of the
4: weekend, I went to my first country music concert this yeah.
0: weekend. Yeah. Yep. And it was really good. I like when you saw Darius after the show. Like hey, I was like, hey. hey. And so he kind of
4: kinda of looks at me. I was like, Oh man, I replaced um McLovin. He goes, Oh yeah. He was like, Man, finally got another brother on the show. He's like, All right, good. Yeah. yeah. So it was great me and him, super duper nice. Matthew Barry, super nice. I saw Paulie Paps there. I saw Todd Fritz there. And I saw Mario.
0: Yeah, Mario. Was there. Wait, are these your best or worst? Oh, oh it's the best.
4: No, wow. oh, okay. no, know. I like all these people I okay. just mentioned.
0: Okay.
4: Uh, other best, I met Chris from The Wire, the actor that played Chris from The Wire. Whoa. I was at uh working in New York Liberty game yesterday in Brooklyn, hmm. and he was there. And so I'm kind of near the camera guy, and he's over uh, front row. I was like, oh, man, big fan. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. Hmm. And so. He's on another show called power and he goes you know I don't hear that very much because he's expecting me to say I love you on the wire because every oh okay. so he's like oh man it's nice to hear because you, you okay you know right. so that was it Bally best and worst uh, I'm gonna start
1: with the negative uh the LA Angels last week when we left you they were four games out of winning the division they're making a play on the Texas Rangers in less than a week actually since a week they're ten and a half back they've lost six the Rangers have won six. It's. I wouldn't say it's over, Johnny, but it's real close to over. Uh, best of the weekend, the Tim Anderson Jose Ramirez baseball fight. A couple of things I liked about. It. Rarely do you see fights in baseball actually happen. They start to happen, then the pile hits. Whoever the umpire was at second base said, "I'm gonna let this play out." No, he did. He stepped away. <laughs> it reminded me of those hockey uh, official officials when until they hit the deck and there's you know skates and they let him <laughs> brawl. He just goes, "Let's see what happens here." And it was a real
0: actual fight for a Eight seconds. I loved it. I loved it. Good TV. Tim Anderson going down was awesome. Shut him up. And Ramirez is like, you know, I'm tired of you disrespecting the game. And then so when Anderson takes off his gloves and he's like squaring up, and I'm going, Oh wow, this guy looks like he can fight. Yeah. And then he takes the first uh swing. And Ramirez is being held back and sort of wildly just goes, wham. And Tim Anderson goes, down goes Anderson. <laughs>
6: Or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning
0: rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible
2: items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.